All right, I'm going to get right into it. I've been uh, trying to audio document my, my travels, but as my voice slowly gets, you know, decreases in value, I, I uh, five days ago I did a podcast in Boston. I want to stitch that into this, and now I'm like just completely, I drank too much. I haven't slept enough. It's been your perfect New York podcast. And now I, before I introduce my guest, I have to say I am spoiled beyond belief right now in the most gorgeous home in the world. Uh, so I would like to thank Amber, longtime uh, listener and guest, for uh, welcoming me into your home. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I must be, you always see me. I feel like whenever I'm here, I unload so much emotional baggage on you, and I and I don't mean to. You just have such a. You, do, you, do you have a lot of people that do that to you? That just like tell you a lot of their shit. I mean, you definitely don't unload baggage. I feel like friends, it works like a like a feedback loop, right? It's like if a good friend, right? Yeah. Um, you can sit with a good friend for a couple hours, and you you leave and you feel energized. Whereas like some friends, you you leave and you feel like it's. Maybe they're a little bit like a... You were like a leech. Vampire. So, right. Yes. Oh, vampire. That's good. Yeah. Right, right. That's, uh, who uses that term? That's the thing of like people that just suck your energy, right? It's yeah. a real thing, though. Yeah, it is. You can tell when you meet people that, like, oh, boy. Not always when I meet people, but I, I definitely don't feel that way with you. I, I always feel like it's a, a two-way street, Dave. I, I do not mean to be a vampire, although <laughs> I drank a lot of your coffee. Um, <laughs> and now for those, you know, maybe new, new, new to the podcast... Um, We've so we met, and I think the last time you were on the podcast was in Central Park. Might have been like May or June. It was like park a nice, cast. yeah, we parkcasted. So this is a little <laughs> different. It's January. There's about to be a gigantic blizzard that's going to come and delay my flight. They've already like canceled flights out of Philly, so it looks like I'm going to be here. But you're going to be in Miami. My flight is leaving today. I already checked. Yeah, you better get out of town. <laughs> that's right. I'm not going anywhere. Um, and and for those uh, who want the full backstory, we met. Uh, when I, when I was at a place when I was doing a lot of yoga and I was sort of healthier in New York and you were you were just a, a I just stumbled into your yoga class because it looked like it looked like a like a new thing to try hot vinyasa which was crazy and then I don't know I mean it probably didn't take more than a month before we kind of found our mutual friend connection and became besties. Yep. <laughs> but uh and so it's always good to recap with you and I'd be you know we are we've already spoken so much outside of the podcast about our lives but um but uh, you're doing good. I'm doing great, Dave. Thank you. You got. Uh, I'm a big fan of the podcast. Good. Uh, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> People. Uh, well, how do I even? I'm trying to think how I can even begin to summarize my trip here. Um, you know, it's different coming back as like a guy who's not trying to get laid because that was my New York existence. <laughs> this is my New York existence. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. It's like because it's a different. It used to be a t like, and it's still a beautiful town. And I'm realizing like just the act of being out on the streets and, and at the bars and catching up with my friends is just as valuable as just trying to get laid. But it, and I and I'm also finding that I'm saying I'm saying way more sort of offensive things to girls because i'm not trying to it, it you know what i mean like i'm not trying to impress them i'm just showing them like the most blatantly honest version of myself i don't think it's offensive we, i keep on getting this weird feedback do you hear that a little bit yeah hit my mic it'll come and go um so uh so single life in new york any updates Single life in New York. Well, like you, tried, you said, you, you tried you try the speed. You tried the uh, the online dating. And yep. you, like, you, you bailed on it. Yeah, I finally 
So after like many months of actually, you know, being on Tinder and Bumble and all those, those apps, it, it seems like people never really actually meet up or at least, at least with me, it's like there'll be a few texts or maybe like Bumble's cool because the girl has to reach out to the guy, right? Right. Within 24 hours. And so truthfully, it's like, that's, that's sort of the, that's sort of how you can gauge if you're really interested in someone. Cause if, if you, if you match with them and then you're like, eh, meh, they're okay. You, you don't really bother to reach out and then the match goes away. That's how Bumble sort of works. But aren't men supposed to be the first? That's that's the thing that's weird to me. It's like, every, but it seems like both men and women prefer Bumble. But wouldn't you th- like? Isn't it supposed to be the guy who approaches the girl, I, or have you just been inundated by that? Well, I would personally prefer that a man reaches out first. However, on Tinder, so then I got back on Tinder, and uh, after not being on it for like a year, I got back on it and. That was exactly what happened. It was like every single person I matched with like wrote me a message, and I and I was sort of like, oh, I don't know. I kind of like that twenty four hours of trying to decide if yeah. I if I wanted to reach out to them or not. Um, oh, you only have twenty four hours on Bumble. Oh shit, that's like some Jack Bauer shit. Yeah, you just have like a countdown. It's twenty three and a half totally. hours. You're like, I don't know. And they remind you too. They're like, your match is about to expire. And then can you never see them again? Never see. This them. seems like I mean, a Nicholas could, Sparks movie. They could rematch with you. Like they could come up in your. Oh, okay. In your right or left swiping. But, um, so I'm in, I'm in this place where I'm like, I'm sort of, I don't know, which one do I use? And then I, I kind of feel like they're both just like a giant waste of time, right? Like, like Dan Savage sort of says, he's like my favorite, uh, besides your podcast, of course, he's like my favorite, like relationship and sex Your favorite, advice, way uh, more famous. <laughs> columnist. But, but he sort of says like, you know, online dating is just like as if you were going into a bar. You, you do the same thing. You, you sort of scan the room. You look around, and you and you sort of energetically do that left-right swipe with people, just with your eyes. You know, yeah. so there's nothing wrong with it. It's it's um, it works for some people, which is great. But um, but so I finally met up with with one person, and I found that it was it was so hard to gauge like the chemistry, right? Like from the from the initial texting, from the texting, from the pictures. It was like, you know. It was like he looked nothing like the pictures. I mean, not nothing. It's but so more strategic, though. You can sit down so and, like, phrase whatever you want to say versus the art of conversation, mm-hmm. which we lose completely. I can't tell you how many times I have a guest on the show and they go, oh, my gosh, just talking for an hour or whatever it is was, like, so great to do. And I'm like, yeah. It's almost like it's almost like we it's almost like a meditation now because we we were so predicted predictable with when we're trying to text and press someone. Yeah. You got to run it by your friends and screen grab it. And totally. I think I, 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 I probably mentioned this before, but I think this is the greatest app idea and it's for like, okay. So if you, and, and it wouldn't work with initial dating, but say like, say, um, maybe you met someone and you know, like chemistry is not perfect and you don't, you basically don't want to overly stimulate them. Maybe they're, maybe it's a good connection, but they're getting out of a relationship. And sometimes if you come on too strong, they're like, Whoa, this person crazy. And it goes, I've had it go, I've had it go both ways where girls have been like, to me, they've been like, wow, you're coming on really strong. And I'm like, oh, I'm just bored texting you. Like, I forgot that I have to like play it cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, you to filter yourself. imagine if you had like, if I had five friends and, uh, you know, my Katie Hollers and all these other friends that like, you Love know, her. understand me, but they're also like looking out for me for my own self-destruction. And imagine if I'm trying to text a girl, um, but every text I want to send to the girl has to get approved by a majority of my friends. 
I know that sounds crazy, but wouldn't that be a smart idea? So like about like they can I want, upvote you. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So they have to upvote me. I need like all right. I got it's like passing a bill in Congress. All right, I need seventy five percent approval for this dick pic to go through to the. And the friends are like, no, you only got forty percent. You can't send it, and then they just lose it. But then your friends are seeing your dick pics. So well, that's a specific. That I know that's. That's a down vote. Uh, <laughs> but I, th- I don't know. I was like, wow, that sounds like a really good psychotic idea. But I bet you if you just made that app, it would go like viral, like pu- like publicity-wise as like the dumbest yet kind no, of coolest it, thing. But we do like, it anyway, right? We do it anyway. At least to the people may- – maybe they're not our like closest friends who understand us the most, but they're at least the people we interact with the most. Yeah. We'll, we'll be showing our, our phone and be like, well, look at what he said. Sure. Well, look at look at this guy that I hooked up with. Isn't he so cute? You but, know? And we have, if we have really close friends, like we'll call them out on our shit. Like my buddy Phil and my buddy Jay, they both – they're New York – are they L.A. comics. And I sent them both Facebook messages on New Year's and neither one of them got back to me. So then – but they're like my buddies. I'm not – what the fuck? It's, you know what I mean? Like it's not a big deal. So I sent them a group message being like, fuck you. I hate you. Never talk to me again. And like they were like, yeah, suck my dick. Balls. It was like – oh, but like imagine if that was a girl that I didn't know. I couldn't be like, fuck you. didn't answer. Because right. she'd be like, oh, my gosh. You're crazy. Like, no. I wanted you – like you know what I mean? Like you rejected – Trying to connect. Yeah. Yeah, you rejected me when I wasn't even like being – whatever. whatever. Right. So it's interesting. And it's a you got to tread lightly, but it'd be cool if like you like your phone just knew it was a new contact. Are you? Are Dave's talking to a new girl? Um, all right, we're gonna have to pass these texts through his friends. Like it just automatically <laughs> had like some barrier to like prevent yourself from destruction. But the kick that I'm on now, which I wanted to talk to you about, is now I started reading the Four Agreements, and I'm really horrible. Any any like self help book I read really slow. That's good. Really slow. I'm literally um, just, you know, pages into it. But the idea of not taking offense to anything seems like such a freeing concept for relationships. I know, I know you can, you, you know, work, play, friends, family. I know, like, there's so many ways you can practice that. But do you, do you have any, like, insight into not take, like, like maybe, like, squashing your ego and not taking offense to things and, and, and as far as relationships go? It's so hard. Um, it's so much easier to, to read that on paper or to, to say, like, I'm not going to take it personal. Um, but I think it really becomes, like, a, a thing you have to practice. It, you have to you have to almost practice, like, re- receiving the insult or the, the hurt or whatever in the relationship especially and sitting with it and seeing how it makes you feel and then sort of letting it go and then not reacting to it and – Seeing if you can lighten that up every time it happens. So, um, like, sort of labeling it so it doesn't, like, surprise you and then just shoot and making a, an actual, like, choice. I mean, it's so much harder in relationships. Like, I, I feel like my example that I'm about to give is just not – it's nothing compared to a, an actual – boyfriend girlfriend compared or, or to the drama partner relationship yeah like like i so like my problems are not like yours no no <laughs> no it's like it's like a, i think about not taking things personal like for instance in my yoga class right someone comes to my class and they leave early because maybe they don't like me maybe they don't like my music maybe they just had to go you yeah. know who knows like i have or no they couldn't I- hang bitches can't hang right? like <laughs> i have no idea why this person leaves early um and it used to like bug the shit out of me like i used to get so upset like i'm like why is this person leaving like i'm pouring my heart out over here I'm, you know in this yoga class and um and and if if i got so upset every time someone left the class 
you know, I teach like four classes a day. I, I would be like a mess. Yeah, I'd be the a baggage wreck. on you. Yeah. Yeah. It would be horrible. So again, this is small potatoes compared to It's a good example. A it's a simple because it's like come or go. It's a very specific like you right. like, I'm doing me. You do you. Yeah. You got a, you know, sick dog at home or whatever. You got to go. You got to go to work. All right. Like, it would be nice if you weren't rude and you told the teacher ahead of time that you were going to yeah. leave. But, you know, I can't control them, right? I can only control how, how I behave and how I react. So I kind of think about not taking things personally in terms of um, relationships, like in a little similar fashion of like, I can't always control how they behave, but... It doesn't mean that I can't ask for what I want. Like, like, let's say your beloved gives you a kind of a backhanded, you know. Tasha. Her an, name's Tasha. An insult. <laughs> I'm not talking about your specific Why beloved. Why are you talking shit about Tasha? <laughs> I love her. No. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. She's <laughs> so <laughs> mad she can't be here at this bed and breakfast. Oh, my gosh. She's like, what the fuck, Dave? You're enjoying espresso, you asshole? <laughs> it's hard to enjoy something without your significant other. Uh, well, but. well, especially since last time you guys were here, you know, we didn't have, like, a, a lot of space for you. But this time yeah. we, we have the whole house to ourselves. We're literally in, like, a, <laughs> like a bed and breakfast catalog home. Like, this is... It's so beautiful. <laughs> I'm very I'm, lucky. I'm wasting it with just my own, like, loserness. Not like, just, at all. I have, like, you know... Two like two like dollar slice pizza I'm eating in like a gorgeous house like what you know what I mean like I just can't enjoy it. Not at all. Anyway, I digress. I'm sorry. Um. So what I feel like the 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 whole thing is if someone gives you like a says something to you that you didn't maybe like the way they said it, then then the only thing you control about that you can control about the situation is just saying how you feel. So you can say to the person, "Hey, what you just said made me feel." you know, angry or made me feel upset. It, it, it's also bringing it back to you so that it's less, it's less blaming of but the d- person. But does that still sound like you made me feel sad? Is that still like pointing the finger? I understand what you're saying. You're, you're only controlling your own feelings, right. but it's like, it's delicate. It depends and on I know it's kind of, I know it's kind of like semantics over like, you know, I mean, I've been in fights where I have to change the wording from like, you make me fucking angry to be like the, when you did this, I reacted. That's th- perfect. I got to like, I'm literally right. in a chem, like chemistry class. Like you're, um, you're getting angry at me, made me feel very upset. But, <laughs> it's but like, there's like a science behind that, right? There's a science behind not wanting to attack the other person. Right. And right. I, I mean, what I'm trying to practice and by all means, disclaimer, I'm not, I, I, I will be the first one to say I'm not great at it. Whenever I'm going to fight, I'm like, look, I know I'm coming off like I'm the right one and I know everything, but that's what fights are. You come off like, but I am continuously seeking to find ways to break through with my relationship. And and I say this from a very positive place. We've done, you know, when I'm going away for 10 days, it's, it's, it's really tough because we have such a, like, we're literally just like buddies in LA, you know, it's like really like cute or uh, pathetic, whatever it is. So when, so when we just got off that long trip in Kentucky, you know, we've been together for so much and then I'm just like gone and she's got to just like do her and I have to do my thing. Some days we can't connect on FaceTime, whatever. Um, so it's, uh, w- w- what's my point? We're, w- it's, it's, uh, we're so entangled in each other's emotions that, um, I think we're in a great place, but also it's hard. It's hard for, uh, not to just, um, like be offended if like like say she took a job and didn't tell me and it was like on a Sunday and like that's when we go watch football and stuff I'd be like well and it, like what if I took a job you would be mad so now I'm getting mad at the fact that she would have been mad in a situation you know what I mean right it's like we have we we put so much shit into it that like 
I just want to judge individual situations and judge how I react to them. Because fights, whenever a fight breaks out, it just it's always unexpected. Because it's like if you expected it, you know, you'd like to think you would avoid it. But it's just like you say something and, and it's like two dogs that can be playing and all of a sudden they're rah, 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 and they, it's just like that's that's the danger zone for me. And that's like an ego thing, but it's also just um in, like realizing I can't I can't act that way with in a relationship like the way I would if if like my sister pissed me off. And my sister pissed me off, I'd be like, Hey Chase, fuck you. What are you doing? What are you talking about? Blah blah blah. I am I'm, I'm going. Hey. And then it just like it just simmers down. Right. But in a relationship it's like there's so many more trust and issues and it's like it really can take it's it's like really not worth digging into someone because that can take weeks to like get back and you know, yes. no one's got time for that right <laughs> <laughs> right but I, I think that that you want to learn how to manage your reactions and um exactly. and that and that's sort of what i know we were talking about a little bit on the subway was, was that it's like if you can and i mean obviously because i'm a yoga teacher i'm going to say this but I don't think it has to be yoga. I think if people can can do something to work on themselves, like go for a hike, do some yoga, go for a run, play some guitar, um, you know, s- sit quietly and breathe or read or whatever. Like if, if you have something that really feels like your, your time to like sort of decompress like physically and energetically, yeah. it's, it's so much easier to to manage your own, the way that you react to a situation. So even if in that argument, you know, they get upset that, that you're going to football, you can choose. That's where you can choose to, to get upset or to just like, let it roll off your back. Yeah. Well, my, my, my thing, like we, we were, we were, we had like a, you know, a very stressful sort of thing, right? We were both traveling. I was traveling the East coast. She was traveling back home. She had, you know, you know, family member had, you know, problems and, and everything was, everything was, um, was good with us. I I got her like, uh, I got her this like travel bag, you know, like I went, I went and got her like different, you know, candies and healthy things. And like, uh, that's so cute. That's the first gift I ever got her before we dated was, um, she was uh, for Christmas, um, so this is three years ago or two years ago, Christmas, 2014, 13. Oh my gosh, I'm getting old. Whoa. Yeah. 2013 Christmas, um, 2014, fuck it, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I got to get this. Not shit. this past Christmas, but the Christmas. Yeah. Before. So we've, we start okay. like, we're literally almost two years into dating. Um, uh, she was, I, I took the dog and she was going back to her family and we were just friends, blah, blah, blah. And like right before she was coming to drop the dog off, I went to like CVS and got her like, you know, like just like, like a bag full of like an Us Weekly and, you know, some shitty, you know, shitty stuff like that, some gum and uh, maybe like a Christmas card or something. And I'm pretty sure that, uh, you know, cause I was like, basically I was like psychologically just like putting this in the oven <laughs> i was like here's some nice things for you to hold on to some mints and it and think they about te- me <laughs> they, they teach that in like pick up the pickup world which which you know what i'm not going to comment on that but it's like you can like uh, put an emotion into like a physical thing you know if i like took uh you know what some some like weird you know whatever oh, packet mean, of salt and be like hey this salt is going to represent our friendship don't open this bag it's good you know what i mean like you, everything yeah. you're going to look at that song and go oh dave you're going to but it's going to like give you that so it's like well, that's why people become hoarders right on the extreme end oh of yeah things. oh yeah they, stuff yeah they, you know represents they, people yeah <laughs> and we're not that way she is with shoes her <laughs> shoes each pair of shoes represents 
Um, it's, like a, a it's like a ring. Shoes. It's like a ring in a tree. You know, so like, you can tell how old the girl is based on how many shoes she owns. It's like, bitch, you're almost thirty. You got eighty pairs of shoes. Um, no, but so so I don't. So like I, as a guy, and I, I think most guys are this way. We want to do sweet things like that. We want to, you know, and it's not. And, and it, when you break it down, it's like, yeah, we. I want her to look at, think of me when she's having an Altoid. Yeah, I do. And I know that's that's what guys like. It's where you get a girl, whatever you know, whatever you get her. It's like you that you're you're literally putting thoughts and feelings into an object that is represented in this physical world, whatever. Sure. But I did that the other day, and like and um, and uh, got her got her some things because I knew I was traveling like earlier in the day before her, so we had to like leave separately, and I wasn't going to see her for a while. And then, and then we got in this in this kind of scuffle over over something very um very much not important. It's always not important. It's never some like, uh you know you don't want to have kids and I do. It's never any. It's and that's I think that's the beauty of our arguments is that it's always something simple. It's more. It's less about the subject and more about understanding each other's like sort of tone and respect and trust. And that's been the hardest part, which is crazy because we have so much trust for each other. But but in a fight that all goes away. And, um, and we had to just strip it down to the point where we're like, look, you know, you ever get in like just an ugly fight and you're just like, I, I, you have to, let's do this. I was like, let's just take it one step at a time. You have to understand that I'm not taking offense to anything you're trying to say and vice versa. Let's start with like zero ego. You know, I'm not trying to hurt you, right? Yes. Okay, good. That like that, like, let's start from the ground. I know you're not trying to hurt me. Good. Cause then, you know, like you might, you're not trying to hurt each other, but then you got the knives out and you're fucking shanking each other. Right. We're not trying to hurt each other. You just got him in a headlock. Just a little bit. <laughs> not trying to hurt you. There's a pillow on her face. <laughs> I don't condone domestic violence, but a pillow on the face I can understand just for a few seconds. Holy shit. I want those giant foam like sticks you can hit yes. people with. I think that's what we should get is yes. those gi- giant like jouster gladiator awesome. sticks. Awesome. We'll just pad the walls and we'll beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> It'll feel amazing. Um, but so I haven't so I haven't gotten to all the agreements. But um, I think I, th- I think um, fucking static of this shit. Got to get a new cord. Is it me or you? Uh, it might be the frequency of that devices. iPad. Uh, too many devices. Or uh, but um, I don't even think they can hear it. Um, so yeah, it's um, it's I'm excited, and I also like she's she, and she's doing her own work. Like I I I I have a problem when I when I when I see something like inspiring me, I try to like pedal it to others. I really am like a salesman for like my own, my own shit. Like if I see, if I read like, you know, Wayne Dyer, you know, the power of intention, love him or, or something. I'm like, you, you have to, you have to get into this. I do the same thing, but it's It's like, yeah, it's like you, you just sharing your experiences. Yeah. And that's okay. But what do you, how do you get someone else? Like, what's the healthiest way? If you think you've, you're, you're finding some things to like get the other person on board. You mentioned the gym thing before, so maybe repeat that. Right. So I feel like the best way is to inspire through example, right? So that's a good. I think that's going to be the podcast title. Inspire. I feel like that's yeah. I like that. Not B and B casting. That's that's the subtitle. <laughs> bed and breakfast. Where do you podcast from? The nicest bed and breakfast in Bedstuy, Brooklyn. <laughs> um, I feel like the best way to right. It's like lead by example, right? So so in the in the the gym or the yoga or the doing something for yourself scenario, um, it's a matter of you going to your partner 
or your friend or whoever you're trying to inspire and say, Hey, like I'm jumping on the, the gym bandwagon. I really want to get into the gym a little bit more. And, uh, and I was wondering if you want to, you know, support me in this effort. Like I, I could use a little support and if we were both going to the gym, it doesn't have to be at the same time, but if we're both going to go to the gym and promise to do like three or four workouts a week, that would be so helpful for me to have someone to do it with. And then we could talk about it and we could, um, Your PR skills are so good. And <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> and we could inspire each other. Said, I need to like, I need to write down and transcribe what you say. Cause I'd be like, Go to the gym so I can. Like I wouldn't. I, I couldn't be so eloquent. Well, good thing it's recorded. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that that's. Um, and it's also like, truthfully, it it will support you, right? If you, it it's the same example of of somebody like a people in a relationship quitting smoking, right? One person wants to quit smoking, the other person needs to quit too. Um, usually for it to work because otherwise, you know, person A is going to come home and person B every time they kiss person B person B is going to have cigarettes on their breath or is going to have cigarettes in their pocket and, and person A is going to feel a little bit tempted by that. And it, do, it doesn't mean that we need to push each other to do things that the other one doesn't want to do, right? Mm-hmm. Because if, if that's genuinely something that person B doesn't want to quit smoking, then then person A has to decide, can I, can I quit smoking and still live with a smoker and be in a relationship with a smoker? Or is this something that's a deal breaker? Yeah. Right. And and the gym usually is not so much of a, a deal breaker unless it like becomes a, a big problem, like either that physically they're letting themselves go or emotionally they're really letting themselves right. go. Right. Which, which sometimes can become a deal breaker, but, but usually it's not that much, but it's also like the stakes are relatively low in, in a, in a case like the gym, like who doesn't want to go have a little workout or a little hike or sure. a little yoga? Like it, it should be an, an easy enough thing to convince your partner to jump on the bandwagon with you. But I feel like it always has to come from a genuine place of inspiration for you and, and less of a thing that you're pushing on them. Yeah. And that's probably my biggest uh, hang up has been me. Like, I like, like Natasha, like I know that she's like, you don't even like to go to the gym with me. And it's like, Oh no, that's not it at all. Like I, like I'm totally cool going to the gym together and we get coffee after we, it's just, with you know we're we're so busy with life we don't have these nine to fives you know yeah. she has some castings I've I gotta work all these crazy things so like sometimes you know I swing by the gym when I'm in that part of town you know it's it's you know L A it's everything's half an hour forty five minutes away from you so like you know what I mean like I sometimes I just gotta sneak it in yeah in between and, other things and I don't think that this has to become something that you have to do together so much like physically at the exact same time as much as that it's is when you inspire each other. It's like, hey, I'm going to I'm going to get in my three workouts a week. Yeah. Uh and if and if I miss one, um then I have to take you out for coffee or I have to uh do a chore or I have to uh put on music blow and job. Da- dance around <laughs> yeah. the apartment. Yeah, I'm well, going to go a blow job. That's going to be my Look, you uh, missed your gym workout. No, 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 you no, no, suck no. My dick. That's I meant it. for you, Dave. Oh. I meant you have to take her well, out. I can't for give coffee. myself a blowjob. I'm trying. <laughs> or you have to uh, do something for her. All right. Oral in sex. That That's gonna be the. It, yeah. All right. Fine. I mean, it's gonna be whoever doesn't. Uh, I don't know who wouldn't want to jump on that bandwagon, but I would jump on in a second. <laughs> uh, a friend of ours was like, uh, she's a the, one of a. You, you might have heard her. Uh, it was Lauren uh, Danowski and Caitlin Mammy. Um, they're, uh, they're the Canadian girls that oh, they're yeah, on the podcast yeah. once in a while. Them. Yeah. She was like, we want to see you. Like, we want to watch you and Tasha have sex. Oh. <laughs> She's oh, like, boy. I and I was like, 
Trust me, it's. I'd be. I'm out of breath. <laughs> I'm. I'm looking in the mirror, making sure my ponytails doesn't have flyaways and shit. <laughs> like, you don't. <laughs> Not so glory. But I think what they were saying there. I think they were complimenting her because Tasha went over their house to like hang hang up hang up you know a poster or something and was wearing like her biker shorts and they were like just staring at her as she like and she's so did beautiful. a manly task or something. She's very beautiful. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but we were talking yesterday. Oh, what did I say yesterday? Oh, she asked if I still had Tinder, um, because I was, you know, so, so for those listening, I was, I was on this like stupid dating segment for the nightly show yesterday and, you know, long story short, um, it wasn't what I had expected and I didn't get to do my like interview that I wanted to and they ran out of time. So I'm literally, you're, you know, you might see me in it, but I'm literally not giving my perspective. And I really wanted to, it was like a dating segment for their Valentine's special. I had so much to say, but all they wanted to do was talk about like race, racial racism and dating. And I'm like, look, if you're using all these free dating apps, who cares if there's black people meet or white people meet? Like you're going to go to what you want to go to anyway. You shouldn't be like, it's, it's, we, dating's not socialism. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. it's good to be exposed to other things. In New York, like, I'm, I, if I'm on Tinder in New York, I want to be exposed to some chicks in Harlem that I might not have been exposed to or this or that. But, like, if you live in Iowa, like, you're just, you're going to get what you're going to get. Yep. And um, it, so it, so the whole thing was, just bothered me because I was like, I couldn't have agreed less with everything almost everyone was saying. And I was like, is no one calling bullshit on this? Who cares? Um, People like, are so sensitive like, these days. But so, they're, but they're, basically, what they're saying is like a lot. Like Asian men and black women um, have the short end of the stick because like black men want white chicks, Asi- uh, um, Asian women want white dudes, and it's like, well, like so, so black men sh- like so you should be forced to date somebody else. That's like it'll turn into reverse racism. You're going to be racist against your own type if you're forced to like whatever. Like, do, are we all supposed to just be like blended mutts now? You know, I don't know. Very strange. You know, scientifically, they've showed that people like want to normally date within their gene pool, you know, and most people are attracted to like, you know, in a, not in a, in a super weird way, like someone who looks like their dad or something. Right. And like, and all that. And, and if you find, if you're in an interracial relationship or whatever, that's great too. Like, I'm sure there's, I mean, have you been in any interracial um, dating in New York? I mean, I suppose like a little, I mean, I don't know how how much I would call it interracial because I feel like we're all like I'm half Iranian and half Italian. So are you part Iranian? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh my gosh. And then, uh, yeah. And then, you know, and then maybe I date like a Latino guy, but I, I don't know how interracial that is. Like, well, I feel like, like we're all white. That, like, well, <laughs> at the end of the day. New York is so white anywhere you go, but it's like globalization. It's like, I'm not, we're all white at the end of the day. That's what we left on before our the memory card got full and we had to take a quick break. We're back on it. I meant I was white. We're going to get the wrong crowd. Yeah, we're all white at the end of the day. No. Like, what? No, no, False. hold on. We're not all white. Just 80% of us are. Uh, statistically, here in the country. Um, I don't know if those facts are true or not. Uh, so, yeah, so I was just saying when, when we went off air, like, I'm just trying to make, like, I'm not. I'm not trying to be some like Mark Marin, this or that, like soul seeking. But but I, I kind of just want to make myself better, and I've, I've kind of taken this podcast on as just it's become sort of like, well, I can't always dissect other people, but I can tell you what the shit in my life, you know, and it's not bad. It's just you know, are, like why else are we here, right? To not be better people. That's so true. 
in New York, you see guys with these, you can see the crazy egos here. I can't say how many times I've been, you know, walking down the road or maybe like, you know, you, you, you go through the crosswalk and it's already red and you just kind of try to beat it and you just get this like trucker being like, fuck you, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say how many times I've had, I was uh, on the phone with my mom in New York uh, a couple years ago and, uh, there was a lady in front of me walking and it was like a one lane, su- like, su- like, and I was probably, I like, I violated her. I was in her bubble. I was maybe four feet away from her and I was on the phone with my mom. That's it, a big bubble for well, New York. Yeah, right, exactly. But it was like she, no one else was she around. Better, she she, she down. turned around and started yelling at me and started hitting me. And it was like an old lady, not old, but like, you know, I mean, old enough that like a 58 year old punch, uh, you know, it, it didn't hurt me. Right. I'm not saying she's old. She wasn't like super old where like she was going to break a hip, but she literally went off on me. And my mom's like, what the heck is happening? And I'm like, and I started laughing because I was like that. Sometimes I laugh when it's a weird situation, sure. but I also wasn't sort of at any risk at all. I was just like, this crazy lady's attacking me. <laughs> and like that like, set, why? and that set the lady off. <laughs> and, uh, but it, she's like, you young people, you like, she like thought I would, Oh, and maybe I was dressed up cause I was going to a job or something and I needed a suit on. So she just like put her shit on me as like, I was the wall street douche. That was oh, overtaking her town, man. but I was like, man, "That's what we do. We put our shit on other people, and um, and in relationships, that's the easy it like is. like like you mentioned. Uh, so like today, oh Tasha's going uh she's going out with one of her girls, and I, I love it. I love it when they go out, and I know they're you know talking shit about me or talking shit about men, but I know it's in like good. a good way. Yeah, right. Go talk shit about me. You gotta get it out, and then and then it's like so much easier to to come back and to see you and to be excited to see you and to just l- let those little things you know roll off. The yeah, back. like make it like it's almost like that's what humor does when you turn something into funny. You're like, oh, your your chick do this. Oh yeah, check it out, my chick. Do this. And you're just like you're just kind of like taking. Oh yeah, my girl. When when, when she yells at me, like she. Yeah, I caught, I caught, I, I, we got a fight and I caught her looking at herself in the mirror during the fight. Like she was like, we were fighting in the mirrors right there. Like she almost like looked to see how, she looked okay. how her composure was during the fight. You know what I mean? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, this isn't funny now, <laughs> but it's gonna but this be is kind of funny. It's like, I'm not blaming her. I've, I've done that before. Like, you know, I don't do it when I fight. It's more like sex. If I can like catch any object that can reflect back to me. Catch your O face. <laughs> yeah, I never wanted to like, you know, see what you're a uh, fucking, what you look like through the, you know, like the TV as it's turned off. You know what I mean? Just be like, hey, hey, oh, don't. Right. I'm literally watching myself have sex on TV. I'm just <laughs> strange. Um, so sex life. That's that. That's what that is. Uh, but I put it 10 days away. I mean, can't wait to go. Can't wait to go, you know, it's, it have that puppy love sort of feeling. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, have your buddy back. Yeah. Um, That's great. And we talked about, we, I think we also talked about like some superior man shit. You know, I always reference this book. I had a, I had a, I met a dude randomly and he was, um, he was like a, ch- a cellist. I'm pronouncing that right. He was a cellist yeah. and he like really good one too. He like performed, you know, all over the place, but he's dating some girl and you could tell he was like, no, this girl. He was like, she, oof. like, you can just tell it's like a toxic, volatile, whatever it is relationship. And I was like, yeah, man, I got this book, Superior Man. And when people need a book and they get a book recommended, like, it is easy. You know what I mean? Like, you ever, like, just, like, you're going through shit? I've gone to, I've gone to Barnes & Noble and just, like, looked at books to be like, what the fuck is going to get me out of this Universe, jam? help me. Guide me to the right book. <laughs> and I'm like, which one looks like it's going to agree with my points? You know what I mean? Sure. Like that's, which book will agree with me? And that's what we choose. Because God forbid 
we're we're in the wrong or something. But um, uh, yeah, because like superior man's, it's like I'm I'm away from my relationship right now, and I'm not I'm not cheating. Some girl, uh, some girl asked me last night. She was like. We, you know, I'm having a conversation like after the show, and for those like who haven't been to a comedy show, if you're listening, first of all, go to one. It's good to laugh. But like after the show, everyone's drinking, and you're kind of still like on, like right. like whatever jokes you told on stage, maybe you're you're trying to enhance them off stage. It's a very low pressure way to like story tell and see what's funny, and and I don't mean to do it, and like it's not like a calculated thing. It's just. You, you know, you hang happens. out with your buddies and you're like, yeah, you thought that was funny. That I didn't even tell you this part. And then you say, like, oh, that is funny. Oh, maybe I'll include it. And I'm telling a story. And um, I'm also like at one point wearing this girl's fur jacket. I just like took like there's a pile of jackets and I just took this fur jacket. <laughs> it was eight sizes too small. I like I thought Peter was going to just dump paint on me. But so like someone posted a photo of me in a in a jacket that's clearly a woman's. And I'm like, mm, maybe that's not a good idea. I don't want you to get the wrong. But some girls like. She's like, if you're in a relationship, how come you're hitting on me? Uh, what? That's what she said to me. And I was like, and I looked at my buddy Andy, and we kind of looked at each other, and I was like, uh, I love Andy. was I hitting on her? He goes, no. And I, and I, but I was like, not, but like, you know, you got to be very sensitive to like, I wasn't rejecting her, but sure. women are, you know. So I was like, I'm not, not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hitting on you, but I'm like not rejecting you either. It's just not a thing. I'm just talking to you. So I was like, do you want me to just be castrated and walk through society with my head down because I have, I'm in a relationship? You know what I mean? It's like yeah. – it's like, I, I, and, and I guess you could go too far, um, and men do. You know, men, like if you can't control yourself, you could, go, you could be like, well, um, I need to have sex with you because I need your approval and this and that. Right. And I tr- I'm trying my best to not need that. Oh, God. Life is just so much better when you can walk through the world with a little flirt here and there. It doesn't mean you have to sleep with everyone, for God's yeah. sakes. But, I mean, and flirting sounds it's so like... flattering. It's, it's, it's so nice to feel, also to practice your flirting. You know, even if you are in a relationship, you should still be flirting with your But I'm not going to be like, hey, I was flirting with this chick. Like, there's got to be another term oh, for having, not. like, a conversation where, like... I mean, because if, if that's the case, I flirted with the guys too. You know what I mean? Like I was, I was telling a story. <laughs> I was telling a story to somebody. I think maybe You're we have. Artist. We might have to end on this because I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can talk after this. But I'm telling a story <laughs> about this chick um, who uh, I, I told you it the other day. Uh, so basically, I got ghosted on by a girl. Uh, we had hooked up, and I thought it was really good. And then she like le- like she like disappeared, and then eventually she like dumped me in Central Park. And blah 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 blah. She just tried to friend uh, friend me on LinkedIn. All the, you know, the story goes on and on and on. But I was but I was going back talking to my buddy, and like there was it was like you know four buddies and a couple of girls. It was just a group of people talking, and I was explaining how I had this. I this boldness with this girl when we first met. We went on a date in the park, and then the second time we hung out, we did like sushi, BYOB, Upper East Side. We went to a bar after, super like broy, stuffy kind of like you know young corporate bar, and um, and I just went in for the crotch grab, honor, yeah, whoa, yeah. But it was like I didn't. I mean, I wasn't like, hey, nice to see you, crotch grab. It was kind of like uh, we were talking for a while, and and it wasn't. And and don't get me wrong, she was like, we have to go. Like we got to go back to the house. Like oh, she, nice. Like, yeah, it was. She was on board. And again, 
timeline wise, this was years ago. Sure. Uh, and it was, but, it was great. but I'm telling this story. <laughs> I'm telling this story to all these people and like, what do you mean you just grabbed a crutch? And I was like, no, I did it like this. And I grabbed Andy's balls. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, if that's not the only way I can navigate this story. And Andy was like, yeah, you just grabbed my balls. That wasn't like a fake ball type. I was like, no, I grabbed her crutch like this. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. And so, uh, <laughs> So I feel safe. I feel, I feel so like so sorry if I was flirting with you, but I grabbed my buddy's balls. Yeah, just to get the point um, across. Okay, just to get his point across. Um, and uh, I sure did. Um, <laughs> do, do we even break into anything else? I think I think we should get out of here. All right. Um, you're gonna come to LA soon. Yes. Let's podcast. Then we'll have Tasha. Maybe we can do brunch mimosas or something. That would be awesome. We have an amazing brunch spot that um, they make killer Bloody Marys. With blue cheese and bacon and crazy shit. I, I feel love like it. that's how you know you're white when you just start adding meats and cheeses to your alcoholic beverages. <laughs> I don't think black people do that. I, th- I don't know. I could be I could be uh, generalizing, but I think white people just love to pile on because it's all for the Instagram photo. Totally. Um, anyway. So, yes, I'll see you in L.A. in a couple weeks. Good luck in Miami. You're going to be doing yoga. Yoga, teaching singing. Classes. Yeah. Music. Amazing. Um, friends. It's always... Um, it's always amazing catching up with you. Thanks, and Steve. thank you for letting me into your home. Oh, yes. It's way above my pay grade. I no. don't deserve to be here. Don't say that. Um, I should be sleeping on somebody's couch. Don't Instead, say that. I'm like <laughs> looking over my toiletries. I've got like these well conditioned hair in the shower. And, no, no, no. Uh, Next time you come, we'll, we'll talk about uh, what happens here at the bed and breakfast. <laughs> yeah. You should have your own podcast. That would be awesome. Sex with Amber, <laughs> the bed and breakfast. <laughs> That would be my only... If I had a bed and breakfast, those would be my Tinder photos. Like, yeah, you like that? You like that stone floor and the exposed <laughs> you, you bricks? You like that terracotta? Yeah. Oh, you do, don't you? Exposed you want beams. some exposed beams, baby? I'll show you what. I'll show you all of my exposed beams. <laughs> and then I'll grab my buddy's balls. Uh, all right. Well, that's the show. We got to get out of here. Hopefully, I don't get snowed in. I might be doing more podcasts from New York if I, if it's true. We get a foot of snow and I'm stuck here for weeks. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening again. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. I love talking to you, Amber. Thanks, Dave. You're the best. Take care, everybody. Bye.